2: Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time,
3: all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Michael Fabiano alongside the Fantasy Viper and uh, the favorite to win our matchup in the NFL Fantasy Lively, Graham Barfield, after Lamar Jackson basically took my soul... In two leagues so far. So I have Jackson going against uh, one team, John Paulson from four for four. And then I have matchups against Jackson in two other leagues. One is against Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm and six points for every touchdown regardless. So I'm down 47 in that. You're kicking my ass. You're up 37. Like anybody who faced Lamar Jackson, I feel like. I mean, you're in a state of depression right now because you're worked all season to get to this point to make it to the championship. And Lamar Jackson takes
2: your soul. Not if you have Lamar in almost every league and you have Mark Ingram in almost every league. Don't. And you don't have Mark pray. Andrews everywhere. This is this. Yeah, look, last night, you have a lot of Ravens. Yeah, uh, this 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 was uh, this was very good. This was very good. No, look. Lamar Jackson, man, I, I really at this point, like 37 fantasy points in the fantasy semifinals. Now his seventh game of 30 or more points this year, Fabs. Unbelievable. Uh, the, the previous record was five by a, a bunch of really great quarterbacks. I mean, like Steve Young even had like five games or 30 or more points. Mm-hmm. Back in 1994, Cam Newton did a bunch uh, in his record-breaking season. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had a bunch of big years. But this is this is just something totally different that we're witnessing in Lamar. He did it again. Yeah, and he, he did, did it, it with again. his arm. All those
3: idiots out there who said he, he should be a running back. He hit five touchdown passes again. He was dropping night. straight
2: down. Dude, the only I mean, play that he really missed was the one to Andrews. Andrews that was wide he open. It would have had six. And, Thank God he missed that one. And argue, that wasn't even that bad of a throw. Andrews just kind of like was looked like he was bumbling a little bit yeah. going downfield on it. So and and
3: yesterday, you know, of course, you know, I'm on fantasy Twitter and and you know you listen to things. Anybody who who thought for 1 second to bench Lamar Jackson should never play fantasy football again. <laughs> never. Never. At least not this season. God, come on. Guys, he, he's he's if he plays week 17, which maybe he's not going to because yeah. the Ravens are locking everything up at I, this point. I, I like he's going to break Mahomes' record for the most fantasy points by a yeah, quarterback. I-
2: I would, if, uh, I, yeah, I would be shocked if I don't think he's going to play week 17. Why? That's if, going to be an RG three game. Yeah, I would be shocked if Lamar played in week yep. 17. Uh, just the, by the way that the Ravens' playoff chances are crumbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, actually, if the Patriots and the Chiefs both lose this weekend, the Ravens I think can lock down the number one seed. But they're not going to they're not going to bench Lamar in, in week, week 16. 16. Yeah, I don't think so. It wouldn't give him three weeks off. Yeah.
3: So if you had Lamar, congratulations. Good chance you're moving on. Barfield.
2: Jerk. I don't know. It, no, it's, uh, it's, it's I'm, long done. Long I'm done. I'm done. It's a long
3: week. It's over. It's and Garland's going to kick. I'm done. in those it, two, it leagues. is certainly hard to come it. back from a 30, a near 40 burger from your quarter, Near 50 in the AIC uh, league. Um, and for those of you, I mean, again, like for me, like I'm in nine semis right now out of my 12 leagues. Like there's no way I'm going <laughs> to, there's no way I'm going to get into the finals in all nine. I'm kind of just shooting for the moon because at this yep. point, like all the best players you're either going against or you have. So, uh, let's move on here. Mark Ingram had another strong game, nearly 24 fantasy points, two touchdowns, uh, doing Mark Ingram things now has 14 touchdowns this year. One yes. of the best draft bargains in fantasy football. And Graham, uh, I have him in a few leagues. You obviously have him in a few leagues. So, um, uh, Pretty, pretty solid performance there from Ingram. Um, Marquise Brown, uh, I liked him yesterday. I talked about it on NFL Now because the Jets suck against perimeter receivers. Uh, he gave you a touchdown and 14 points, and he may have had more, but that Jet defender was draped all over him in the end zone, pass interference, and then, of course, the Ravens go on <laughs> it's and eventually like, score a touchdown on that drive.
2: It's almost like covering a linebacker on Marquise Brown is a bad idea. Uh, you think,
3: (laughs) you think Uh, Seth Roberts had a big game. If you were in DFS, Mark Andrews, as you mentioned, another big game. Jameson Crowder was the one that came out of nowhere. I did. I I had said, Hey, three games in a row. He's doing nothing. Now he's playing against Marlon Humphrey and the, and the Ravens. I'm sitting him, and he goes for 27. And it was funny too, because like he dropped that pass. And it was the easiest pass that any receiver is ever going to have for a touchdown in the yeah. history of the NFL. And then the very next play, right? Yeah. He catches a way harder pass it was, and scores a touchdown.
2: Yeah, super frustrating because I benched Jamison Crowder in all the leagues that I had him in. And pretty much I think everybody else did as well. Uh, yeah, everybody did. But yeah, no, and this is another good game for for uh, for Robbie Anderson as well, who, yep. who has really come on strong as of late. Uh, the Jets, I don't know. They feel, look, it's the Jets. But this this offense is as constructed with Anderson and Crowder is really good. They just need a number one receiver. I think yeah. the Jets could. But Anderson be, does this every year, like at yeah, the end of the year. He does. Uh,
3: Le'Veon Bell. Let's bring in our pal uh, Edward Murphy, who has Le'Veon against me right in the uh, podcast I listeners do, league, yes. and um, eighty-seven yards on the ground, but only two catches.
1: Yeah, I watched uh, some of that game until it was a blowout. Then I uh, had to switch it off because it was just a hard to watch. But I was hoping Levy would get just more catches, maybe, you know, get a score and help me out uh, versus you. Yeah. But, uh,. It's weird in fantasy when, like, when you're successful on the ground, sometimes it does not help translate to a victory for you because yep. the points just don't add up. So yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that's what the case was last night.
3: I watched that whole damn game because I have Justin Tucker in like four leagues, and I'm like, can you kick a field goal, please? Please kick a field goal. Oh, come on, no, oh, not another touchdown. Come on, Jesus! Oh, <laughs> and he he ended up, and he missed an extra point too. So that may have... Uh, Lamar's the goat. That may have hurt my, uh, it, it hurt my can't chances. can't kick field
2: goals when you've got the goat playing quarterback.
3: Everyone's going to draft him in the first round next year in home leagues. Everyone. And they're all going to be disappointed. <laughs> they're, it's, it, 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 but he, he's bananas good, man. He is this year's Patrick Mahomes. Hell, no doubt. At this point, we're in week 15, and people are wondering if they should keep playing Mahomes. That's fantasy football for you. All right. Uh, let's get into the week 15 matchups here. The rest of the slate being played on Sunday and Monday night. Let's start off. Patriots. Bengals. Uh, Julian Edelman has missed some practice time. I think it was more sort of just maintenance. Uh, he should be fine to go, and he's a great player this week. Auden Tate was placed on injured reserve. Uh, what are we feeling about Tom Brady this week? Tom Brady has not been good lately nope. uh, for most of the second half of the season. Had that one decent game over 20 fantasy points, but a lot of it was garbage time. Cincinnati, are we playing him?
2: You know, I mean, Brady has has been just a mediocre QB, two over the last seven weeks. Uh, he's finished as the, the 17th quarterback or worse in five of his last seven games. And in that span, I mean, Brady has just been absolutely abysmal in terms of his efficiency metrics, uh, completing 57% of his passes for only 5.8 yards per attempt in the span. You know, the, the spot is right, obviously. But I have to imagine there's probably uh, some better quarterback plays on this slate that, yep. that I think we can we can target uh, yeah. over Brady this week. Yeah, he's a QB two uh, super flex that kind of thing. Julian um, Edelman has just been he's been on a tear. You know smashing. he's seen, you know he's seen ten or more targets now in eight straight games. I need him too. Yeah, because uh, I need him against
3: you. Uh, <laughs> I need a big game from Edelman. Uh, James White's the only running back that you can start. Listen, the matchup is great. Sonia Michelle has been. Awful, okay? And I've, I've used this every single week. But he's averaging like six or fewer points with Rex Burkhead active. Yep. I, the two cannot coexist and produce. Yep. So as good as the matchup is for Sony Michelle, I can't play him. Yep. Uh, Patriots defense, get them back into your lineup. We told you last week, don't play them. Get them back into your lineup. They're the best defensive play of the week. On the flip side, there's only really two guys that were, were concerned. No one's playing Andy Dalton. No one's playing Tyler Eifert. Joe mixon and Tyler board are the only startable fantasy assets in Cincinnati
2: yeah do you start either one of them I think you can go to mixon just because the volume has been there uh, scares me bro I have it,
3: I have listen I'm a, you are you are one of the smartest guys in the business all uh, about that mix I have mixon and Connor I have uh, Singletary and Cole Beasley on that team. Right. I'm not sure where to go there. Uh, still going to be batting that around. I, and then um,
2: I, I have another league where I have Mixon and Connor again. It's tough, bro. So here's here's my rationale for Mixon this week. Uh, since their week nine bye, Mixon has averaged 23 touches per game. And with Dalton back over the last couple weeks, he's quiet, quietly, like, finally been more involved in their passing game. He's caught seven balls for 66 yards and has four targets in both games. Now, uh, you know, obviously the Patriots could come in and get a lead and all of that. But if they do get behind, if the Bengals do get behind, Joe Mixon is finally ac- – we can actually, like, project some targets going his way. But- and that's great for fantasy. Like, like Eddie just mentioned, you know, uh, all, the targets are way more valuable to our running backs – than rushing yards, and if Mixon is, you know, with Mixon finally being involved in their passing game here, I see another huge workload for I know, Mixon. The,
3: the Patriots have given up nothing they have. to running backs, they, nothing.
2: They, they have, but at the same time, you know, Mixon is, is going to play almost every snap. Uh, he's, you know, he's played over Gio Bernard finally, Lino, you know, and passing downs here recently. I, I don't, I, I'm not expecting like a big game from Mixon, but I think he's a, he's a solid RB two, if not if not a solid RB two, a really good flex play.
3: Here's here's what we've seen uh, so far this year as it pertains to um, the running backs against New England: RB twenty nine, RB twenty nine, RB thirty one, RB twenty eight, RB thirty uh, seven, RB fifty, RB twenty two, RB twenty uh, five, RB twenty. It's it,
2: (laughs) yeah. They don't don't give up anything, man. Well, that's they they don't give up touchdowns, that's yeah. They don't give up anything, yeah.
3: So, uh, hell, the best I think the best game that anybody's had against them, uh, this year, uh, one of them is like Duke Johnson, which came within the last couple of weeks.
2: Uh, That came two weeks ago because Duke Duke, uh, Duke got caught a bunch of balls, yeah.
3: Zeke, Zeke was the RB9 against them a couple of weeks ago as well, but that's Zeke, so. Um start mixing with, with caution this week. All right, Buccaneers at Lions. Now, um, we're seeing some reports that Jameis Winston was throwing tennis balls yesterday, but actually was throwing a football today. A football. Football. What's a football? Uh and he looks like he's a go.
2: He's yep. gotta be a start for you, right? Oh, absolutely against Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um Watson, Breeze, Mahomes, Tanhill and Dak. This week, maybe over Winston, that's it. Yeah. I think that's about it. You know, I mean, Detroit is just getting absolutely ravaged through the air at this point. I mean, uh, no Mike Evans this week, but I'm not entirely sure that's going to matter for Jameis. Uh, He is... It, look, it's not pretty to watch at times, but Jameis has been like, for fantasy, mm-hmm. he's had a very high floor. You know, he's yep. thrown over 300 yards in nine of his last 11 games.
3: So just, Winston uh, on the injury list. Yeah. And, and you know, th- there's always the chance that he could get hurt during the
2: game. Um, but I mean, well, he came back in the game yeah, last week yeah. with the injury and played fine.
3: Uh, Mike Evans, we know, is out for the season. That's a big loss. Marvin Jones also put on injured reserve. Uh, so well, sticking with the Buccaneers passing game theme, Chris Godwin is obviously a must start. We don't have to you about
2: that but if
3: you had to go between justin watson and brashad perriman
2: yeah. where are you going I, you know i've seen a, up's good i've seen a little bit of i've seen a little bit of watson hype this week but i'm a perriman guy okay. uh he's been their number three receiver all year long and you know quietly has kind of posted two solid games back to back 587 and 370 and one over the last two weeks and now he's going to play nearly every snap against this line secondary that just has yep no chance at stopping the bucks i, I think i'd I, I like Perriman quite a bit this week. I'd Perriman play, is a
3: first round pick. Like he's yeah. one of like the long
2: litany of like first round I, I, wide receivers who have sucked. I'm in. I'm into Perriman this week. I would play him over you know like guys like Tyrell Williams and, and maybe even Golden Tate this week. Ooh, I like um, that. OJ Howard is another. I'm just going to mention. Yeah, OJ yeah. Howard is. I think maybe the top streamer of this. Wow. week. Wow. Yeah. I mean, look, he's he's come back alive over the last couple of weeks. Last Five, two weeks, yeah. Five sixty one, four seventy three in his last two games. Now yep. you know Mike Evans opens up nearly ten targets per game in this Bucs passing attack you know look Tampa Bay might not have to throw the ball a ton here Mm -hmm. like Jameis probably won't have to throw it 45 or 50 times like we've seen uh in some weeks uh to beat detroit but you know if he's gonna throw it 30 to 38 40 times like he always does there's gonna be enough volume to go around for for godwin to smash and perriman and howard to both be pretty decent plays because now all these bucks targets are kind of consolidating without mike evans
3: yeah uh bucks defense also a nice streamer this week on the detroit side of things uh david blair is going to be the quarterback again and outside of the first uh, two quarters against chicago he's been a third string quarterback. Uh, Bo Scarborough is a fade for me. Even though he's getting all the touches, he catches no passes. He's touchdown dependent. He doesn't score touchdowns. Uh, Kenny Galladay. I mean, he could be a top 10 play because you would think that all the targets without Marvin Jones there are going to go to Galladay. Danny Amendola also uh, potentially a streamer there in deeper leagues. Texans and Titans. Uh, the injuries here, we're looking at Will Fuller, uh, who if he plays, he's a sneaky little play. I, I Maybe you disagree with me, this is going to be a shootout, bro. Yeah. Like, neither one of these defenses, this is going to be an absolute shootout there in Tennessee.
2: You know, I, I agree. The thing is, is, Will Fuller's hamstring is just like, I know. It, it's just totally unpredictable. I yep. mean, he could come out and it feels great Sunday morning and he has no pain and he has, you know, he runs with full speed and he goes just berserk on the Titans. But it could also act up after three plays and he might not see the field again. Yep. Uh, with that being said, DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson are just obvious smash plays this yeah. week. Uh, What do you think I I get from
3: Watson? I have Watson against Garland this week. And of course he has Lamar who had almost 50 against me in 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 a six passing TD sort of league.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping to get 35 from him. I'm going to need it. I think he has that 30-point ceiling this week. This game has the highest over-under of the week at 51 points. Uh, And both the Titans and the Texans secondary are both really falling apart. I mean, Houston is dead last in fantasy points, allowed to quarterbacks over the last five weeks. I I think this game could go completely nuts. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was in Houston. I wish it was in the Dome. But... Uh, but yeah, the, no, there's
3: no weather issues. There's no weather issues really anywhere yeah, in the league nice. this weekend, which is a good uh, thing. So um, Carlos or Duke, what are we doing there?
2: I actually think Duke is the better play at this okay. point. Yeah, okay. uh, just because he's more involved in their past game quietly has 11 receptions over their last two Weeks and Carlos side at this point, he's just a touchdown dependent, you know, flex option at best, just, yep. just because he's not involved at all in their passing game.
3: Yep. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, dare I say, is a must start. Now, uh, if you have Lamar Jackson, duh, okay, you're not going to freaking play Ryan Tannehill. I have Tannehill ranked ahead of Mahomes this week, and you can call me crazy, but Mahomes has not been good. He's not 100%, and Tannehill has just been freaking balling, okay? I get it. It's Ryan Tannehill, all right? This guy has been. He's been one of the five best quarterbacks in the National Football League since he took over that starting job from Marcus Mariota, who, oh, by the way, he's, I mean, that guy is far off the radar now. He's going to be on another team next season, I would think. But he's given you 19 points in every game but one. He's given you over 27, two of his last three. We talked about Houston's defense. Houston's defense made Drew Locke look like John Elway last week. I love Ryan Tannehill. I love him this week. I think he has another huge game. Uh, Derrick Henry has the hamstring. They've been giving him time off in practice. He's going to be a go. He's obviously a must start. And AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Two of his last three games. Man.
2: Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And I think he is a flex starter this week. Actually, I think he's a top twenty play. At the Look moment. at that. Yeah, I mean, he's got sixty yards or a touchdown at five of seven uh, Tannehill starts. You know, obviously the problem with with Brown and this whole Titans passing attack this whole year has yeah. been pass volume. Yep. But in a game here against this Texans team that should be back and forth, I think Hill and the Titans should have to throw quite a bit. And if they do, A.J. Brown is going to go nuts because he is, Hill only has eyes for A.J. Brown.
3: Yep. Uh, Broncos at Chiefs uh, injuries. No fan return to practice yesterday. So you should be safe to fire him up. And uh, Damian Williams also was back at practice this week, which just clouds that Chiefs backfield, which I would avoid if, if at all possible, because you never know who's going to oh, get yeah. the touches in that backfield. Now let's start off with Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Now his first game, I mean, they won because the Chargers found a very strange way to lose a game, which they typically do. And then last week in Houston, he looked great. Like I said, Drew Locke's not that good yet, guys, okay? He's going to go in Arrowhead Stadium, one of the loudest venues in the National Football League, and he he might end up getting spooked a little bit there. That's going to be a tough place for him to play. That's why I really love the Chiefs' defense this week,
2: and I am not playing Drew Locke I'm in a Superflex or 2QB league. I- I'm with you on this. Just think about it. You know, on the road against a dead Texans defense uh, is just yes. a totally different spot than going into Arrowhead to face the Chiefs as 10-point favorites. I mean, uh, look, Drew Locke has, has acquitted himself nicely here, but really outside of Phil Lindsay and Cortland Sutton, I'm pretty much not playing any Bronx. Fant,
3: no fant this week for
2: you. Uh Fant if he if he plays he'll be he's a fine streaming option for sure. I mean the Chiefs have allowed the most receptions to tight ends this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Denver should be trailing in this game. If Fant plays he's a great streaming option. I think I like OJ Howard just a little bit more um, okay. in that matchup against Detroit. Uh, but certainly Fant is a good streaming play uh, if he does Suit, up. Phil Lindsay, man, he is overdue for a huge game. Yep, overdue. For yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, every week I have him as a stardom. And I mean, last week he could have had a huge game, but remember he had that touchdown uh, taken back because of he the did. penalty. He did have a touchdown in the game. Start him as an RB 2 I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a, a, a interesting stat here. Okay, so I'm um, looking at the numbers from the last four weeks. Of course, this doesn't include Lamar Jackson's bananas game last night. Uh, Lamar is the number one quarterback in fantasy football seemingly every single week, but over the last four weeks. Can you guess how many
2: quarterbacks have more fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes? Uh, it'd probably be like, did that include the injury? No. Uh, oh, that would now, I they did have their, a bye week. That would include their bye week. Yep. I'd say like 20. 23. Yeah.
3: And, and, and of course, he did have the bye week, but even his his, his uh, fantasy points per game over the last
2: three games... Right. I mean, dude, I, I know he's had like 15. Look, I know you're sort of off Mahomes, but no,
3: no, no. a lot of people are going to play him. Yeah, I feel like the only people who could potentially go in another direction are those who have Ryan Tannehill because you don't have Mahomes and Wilson. You don't have
2: Mahomes and Lamar right. Jackson. You don't have uh, Mahomes and Breeze. Right. So I, mean, I hear you on that, but I'm still playing Mahomes over Tannehill this week. Look, Denver has allowed the second most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks over their last four games. And in that span, Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson have all finished top 10 against Denver. This is not the same Broncos secondary. They've really started to fall apart here late in the season and, mm-hmm. and Mahomes is just so overdue for a huge game. I, I just can't imagine you know, look, you know, they could be playing the Lions, but this is a, this is an amazing spot at home favored uh, huge total for the Chiefs uh, they can't run the ball. Yep, I, I think this is just a spot where Mahomes and, and Hill and, and Kelsey get freaky this week.
3: Just keep in mind, though, just keep in mind, though, okay, this season uh, Mahomes against Detroit had 18 points, against Houston had 18-8, eight, not very good. Uh, the last time he played the Broncos was 7.2, but I believe that was the game that he was injured in. Um, he had 19 against Oakland. That's great. And uh, he, he, he hasn't been as reliable, and yeah, I, mean, and I don't think he's 100%. He's, I he I have him six. I mean, dude, yeah. you're starting him. Yeah. But if you just personally for me, sure. If I have Ryan Tannehill, no. I don't care what his name is. He's no, freaking I, balling right now.
2: No, I get it. Mahomes has been yeah. Mahomes has just been hitting his floor. I, I think this is the chance for him to hit a ceiling.
3: Anybody else you're starting from the Chiefs that aren't obvious? Oop. Nope. Yep. No Shady, no Watkins. Okay. Yep. Um, Sammy Watkins, man. Butker should have a big game. Uh, heck, we got to talk about kickers, right, Eddie? I mean, oh, come yeah. on. It's the freaking—it's the playoffs, man! Week 15, let's go Dolphins at Giants. Now, the biggest injuries in this game will affect whether or not you start Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? So— Devontae Parker uh, still dealing with the concussion. Albert Wilson got banged up. Alan Hearns is a little bit banged up. For the Dolphins, Giants side, Daniel Jones is not going to play. Golden Tate's banged up. I don't know what's going on with Evan Ingram. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, he's not going to play. Uh, he lost last week in, in, in my Celebrity League. So, uh, But going back to Devontae Parker, uh, he shed his non-contact jersey at Friday's practice. So I guess that's a good thing. If Parker plays, he plays for you, uh, Albert Wilson also shed the non-contact jersey. Uh, both of these guys are still in concussion protocol. So you have to see, I guess, right at game time, whether or not they're going to play. Obviously, Wilson doesn't really matter as much as Devontae. The Giants just cut... Uh, uh, Janoris ja- Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins. yeah, <laughs> And Janoris Jenkins like tweeted out, you know, thank God or something Eddie, like that, to that. Eddie, I did not see effect.
2: Janoris. I did not see Janoris Jenkins make a single open field tackle all year. Yeah,
1: it's weird because he's like had a stretch of tweeting out the stuff he's been doing well, and like since like week three, he's rated well according to the PFF. But it's just, I mean, what he did obviously is deplorable. I think the move makes sense while you cut him. Uh, it just think the Giants get nothing in return for like yeah. what was their top, one of their top defensive players. It's right. Just, but I think for once, the Giants did the right thing which they have not done in yeah. a very long time. Right. So.
3: so if Parker plays, he's a must start. And if Parker plays, then Fitzpatrick looks really good, right? I mean, I don't have him ranked very highly right now because I don't know if Parker's going to play, but if he does, goodness gracious, that could be uh, a great matchup because the Giants' defense was terrible before they cut Jackrabbit. So uh, let's, uh, let, let's, let's keep tabs on the status of those players
2: um, moving forward. Any interest in Patrick Laird this week? I mean, he's he's a fine desperation play. Okay. Uh, last week, obviously, played nearly the majority of the all, basically all the Dolphin snaps. Got 19 touches, and you know New York has been fine. They've been better on run defense in re, in recent weeks. But Laird, what we really want is those checkdowns yep. uh, from Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Laird is going to be involved in their pass game. Uh, has has shown he's a decent pass catcher. You know, I think I think you can get away with Laird as a you know as a kind of like a streaming RB two flex play. This Are
3: year. you digging on Gesicki this week?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I think I do like Gisicki quite a bit this week. Uh, if you know, even if Devonte Parker plays, the Dolphins should have to throw quite a bit in this game just because they have not been able to run the ball all year long. It's going to yep. force Ryan Fitzpatrick to drop back over forty times again. And yep. had a bad game last week, but you know this is this is still a good spot for him.
3: Uh, especially if those wide receivers are banged up and not able to play on the Giants side, you're still playing Saquon. He's not 100 percent guys. He hasn't been uh, ever since he had that high ankle sprain. Uh, you still got to throw him out there. Now here's the interesting part, right? We said Golden Tate's banged up. I don't know if he's trending toward playing or not. Keep tabs on his status. But Darius Slayton has been balling out, okay? Uh, and, and nobody's nobody's picking him off the waiver wire. So uh, now I think they have after what he did uh, against the Eagles on Monday night. But is it Slayton this week or is it Shepard? Keep in mind the Dolphins have given up the most fantasy points to, tight, uh, to wide receivers over the last four weeks. And they've given up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. So is it Shepard? Is it
2: Darius? I like, I like Slayton. I, and, and and do you actually go with Eli Manning in a two QB league? I I like Slayton as the top Giants receiver. Okay. Uh, I mean he's just gotten white hot over the last month. He's seen seven or more targets in four straight games. And and Golden Tate has kind of faded here as of late. You know maybe he's he's less than 100% battling an injury. Uh, Sterling Shepard his his just I mean he's I mean he's been hold held under like 90 yards in the you know, three combined games since returning. Yep. Slayton's really the only guy who's flashed a ceiling here recently and. The Dolphins just routinely get burnt against boundary receivers, and Slayton is almost exclusively uh, aligned out wide. Yep.
3: Uh, by the way, Evan Ingram is not going to play again. He, yeah. You can cut him at this point. Yeah. I love you, Evan. Got to get on the field. Um, moving moving on. Eagles. Redskins. <laughs> it's like, so, Alshon Jeffries off for the year. Nelson Aguilar is banged up. Darius Geis we know got put on IR. Those are the injuries there. Um, uh, Jordan Howard's not going to play again. Right. It, it looks like uh, he's going to be out again. But Boston Scott came out of freaking nowhere, and I I don't know if he took over that top spot from Miles Sanders, but he at least made himself available as a committee back. Do we like either one of these players this week? Because, I mean, Miles Sanders has gotten a lot of touches over the last three, four weeks because Howard's been out. He's really only had that one really good game, though.
2: Yeah. I don't know. And I know this is your guy. Yeah. Well... He's definitely <laughs> – he was my guy for sure, but he has not a, not had a great season. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm definitely concerned that, that Miles Sanders has probably lost his, his bell cow role. I mean, with Howard out in their three previous games, he played well over 80% of the snaps in every game. Uh, and now Boston Scott looked explosive, uh, yeah. gave them a nice boost. against uh, Last week had 16 touches, 128 scrimmage yards, and a score. Uh, was fantastic in their passing game. Now, granted, obviously – uh, Miles Sanders uh, missed a few series with a minor injury in that mm-hmm. game and obviously, you know Scott's involvement was contingent upon Alshon Jeffrey and all their guys getting hurt in that game But with that said he Scott has certainly earned more work and I think he'll get it here against Washington But I, I think I still think Sanders is a decent enough flex play probably just because the touches will be there Simply because really fabs. I mean the Eagles don't have any other options You know, it's Zach yep. Ertz and Dallas in their passing game and yep uh, I'd imagine both Sanders and, and Scott will be involved in their and Goddard uh, their is it, game. I picked him up
3: in a couple of leagues this week surprisingly he was available um, uh, you know she's with all the targets he could get against Washington uh, he, he is a he is a potential top 12 play uh, heck better than potential I think he is going to be a top 12 play at least this week uh, in fantasy leagues I'm interested to get your take on the Eagles defense now I have them in my top 10 because they're playing Dwayne Haskins and you know typically that's a big part of where you stream defense is the quarterback that that is. facing. And Haskins is very good. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, the Eagles went to Miami and got boat raced by Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. Okay, Uh, And then this past week, they were a popular streamer against the Giants and they didn't get it done. Now, the matchup's good. But do we have any faith in the Eagles defense this week?
2: I do. Yeah, just because Dwayne Haskins has been I mean, he's just been a sack machine since he took over as the starting quarterback. He's averaging like four and a half sacks per game. And even though the Eagles secondary is just trash, Mm -hmm. I mean, their front seven is going to get after Dwayne Haskins and and hopefully force a few turnovers. I I like the Eagles defense quite a bit this week.
3: Okay, uh, so my guy D.G. is out. Uh, Any interest in Adrian Peterson as a flex starter this week? I mean, Uh. I could see a scenario where he gets 18 touches.
2: Oh, Oh, yeah. He is going to be fed the rock. Uh, There's no doubt about that. Chris Thompson is back, and they didn't have Chris Thompson uh, active and healthy for much of the middle of the season. But when, when Bill Callahan took over as their head, interim head coach back in week six, he he gave Peterson a monster role. He handled at least 16 touches and played over eight, uh, 60% of Washington snaps in four games mm-hmm. uh, before Darius guys came back. He went over 80 scrimmage yards in every game, and obviously the Eagles' front seven is very good, but the yep. touches should be there for him. Yep, I, by the way,
3: I'm sorry, uh, to cut you off, Nelson Aguilar didn't practice today, so he's yep. not going to play. Uh, once Man. again, what about Terry McLaurin? He had that sick, just
2: wicked catch in the game last week or he wouldn't have really done much i just you know i he McLaurin ripped the eagles in his debut he went 5 one twenty-five, and 1 all the way back in week one but that yeah, obviously that was, that was, was with, that was with case keenum i just it, it is what it is at this point the matchup is fantastic McLaurin is is extremely talented and and definitely liable to rip mm-hmm. the eagles for a few big plays it's mm-hmm. just i i don't know if dwayne haskins will be able to hit him. yeah that's the thing uh seahawks at
3: panthers now It would be the ultimate cruelty of the fantasy football gods if Chris Carson went belly up this week because I have him in my top five. Everyone does. This is a smash spot of all smash spots for any running back this season. Carson, no Rashad Penny, on the road against the Panthers who are giving up touchdowns like... I mean, candy canes at Christmas time. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. They're absolutely getting crushed. So he's a must start. Let's hope he gets uh, he gets in there and, and produces the numbers that we all expect him uh, to produce. Greg Olson banged up, which means to me Ian Thomas is a nice streamer at the tight end position if Olson is unable to go. Now back to the Seahawks. Russell Wilson has sort of done a flip of his typical seasons. He normally starts slow and ends strong. This season he'd been great in the first half. And now not so much with the projected workload for Chris Carson and Seattle's projected, you know, being on the run. In terms of the game script. How much faith do you have in Russell this
2: week? That's that's the big concern here is is the Seahawks could could build a lead against Carolina and just run the run the clock out and run the ball exclusively in the second half. And that, you know, that's something we've seen. um, You know, that's a story we've seen play out quite a bit this year where, you know, even though Russell Wilson is, is fantastic and their best avenue to score points, mm-hmm. Seattle is completely fine with just laying on the ball. Uh, in the second half here, Kyle Allen, we just desperately need him to, to, to be able to keep up just a little bit with Seattle this week, and I'm yeah. not entirely sure we can count on that. I'm, I'm playing Tannehill over Russell Wilson this week. I know you're you're a big Tannehill guy this yep. week, and you have no qualms yep. with that. Um, the biggest... The even bigger question in this game really is what do we do with Tyler Lockett? Let me give you a few stats
3: here. okay? and I I had said this on the show yesterday. I'm not going to tell you to start or sit Lockett. I have him as a sit him, but I have a caveat. He's been one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football up until the last three or four weeks. And all the reports that we're hearing right now is that he looks great. He's 100 percent. He had been banged up since week 11. Tyler Lockett is the wide receiver. Ninety nine. And during that time, 79 wide receivers have more targets than him. And in a game where we are projecting a game script of run, run, run for Seattle against a Panthers team that's only given up four touchdowns to the slot all season long, I'm not going to tell you to sit them if you don't have a better option, but you have to be thinking about it.
2: Yeah. What are are the better options for you right now? Because I'm looking at it like, you know, are we starting like Darius Slayton? Yes. Over Tyler Lockett? Are we starting... uh, Tyler Boyd, probably not. No, I don't think I'm going Tyler Boyd over him.
3: Uh, I'd go Debo Samuel over him. I would go. Jeez, man. At this point, I mean, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I'd go Mike Williams over him. <laughs> I yeah. Know, I don't know if I, I. don't know if I'm that bold. Right. Uh, I don't know if I'm that yep. bold, but I, I, I'd be thinking about Anthony Miller, who's yeah. been just great. Uh, I would have started Hollywood Brown over him. Uh, actually. Maybe I wouldn't have yeah. um, that. That one's tough. But Debo, D.D. D. Westbrook, I would start over him. Emmanuel Sanders, I would start over him. A.J. Brown, I would start over him. Uh, Corlin Sutton, Michael Gallup, I'd yeah. start over
2: him. Uh, Jarvis, I'd start over him. There are quite a few receivers. That's kind of my point I want to bring up. There's quite a few really good receiver plays this week. Yeah. And and I think you could get away with benching Lockett. And you know, he, he could have a good game. He could have four catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. But there's there are a lot of receivers that have yeah. that type of ability this week.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, um... Jacob Hollister is a tough one. I have him outside of my top 12 tight ends this week. The Panthers actually been pretty tough on tight ends. So uh, I'd rather have like a Tyler Higby, for example, who was on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues. Uh, Ian Thomas is, if if Olsen doesn't play, I can't tell you how good a matchup this would. This would be 10 targets last week. Seattle's given up the second most points of tight ends. DJ Moore is obviously a must start. And then,
2: uh, go ahead. Olsen's status is huge news because he got back to a limited practice earlier this week. Not sure if he's going to be cleared to play. Right. Uh, But if he does not play, Ian Thomas is like if you picked up Ian Thomas last week and streamed him, you can yep. get back uh get him back in your lineup this week because the Seahawks are just so brutally bad yep. against tight ends. Over the last month, no team has allowed more fantasy points to tight ends than the Seahawks.
3: Uh Joe Person, uh who follows the Carolina Panthers, is tweeting out that Greg Olsen is practicing. So yeah. keep tabs on still that. He
2: still has to clear the last leg of concussion yes. protocol, but it looks like he might return.
3: Yep. Uh Bears at packers and oh by the way seahawks defense is a good streamer uh against carolina and and kyle allen bears at packers seems like a pretty clean game
2: from injury perspective yeah really really straightforward clean game uh from for both sides of the ball taylor gabriel is going to miss another game with his concussion and this is just another huge spot for Allen robinson but you know really both sides of the ball here fabs are very straightforward to figure out you know like are you playing trubisky though no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 definitely. It's been great to see that he's actually shown a little bit of signs of life, and it's really helped both Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, who you just mentioned a, a few moments ago, yep. kind of bounce. I won't say bounce back, but you know, be co- at least consistent. The last three or four games have uh, been very good. It, it, right. At least be consistent, and that's kind of what we've wanted. Uh, David Montgomery is just he is what he is at this point. I mean, he's a he's a flex play every single week. And yeah. You have to hope he gets a touchdown. Exactly. But, but Allen Robinson is is just smashing. Being, fantastic just, yeah. play this year yeah uh, this He's week been great man uh, without taylor gabriel in now i think six games this season uh let me just list off a rob stat lines real quick seven for 77 797 and two touchdowns ten eighty-seven and one touchdown uh-huh. and he had six 131 and one 886 and one and five four eight uh 48 and two touchdowns in the, the six games gabriel has missed 10.7 targets per game I mean, mean, there's no way, there's no way you're taking that out of your line. It's funny too, because
3: like, you know, Odell Beckham jr. Was like a second round pick. Allen Robinson probably went where five, six, something like that. Fourth, fifth round. Robinson
2: is just, just, he's obliterating.
3: I don't know if he's elite. He's, pretty damn close to being elite and i'm happy for him because he's a good guy um and uh you know he had that one big year in jacksonville then he had some injuries now he's healthy and even with a you know so-so quarterback under center uh robinson's uh getting the job done and as for trubisky i mean he's a two qb super flex league guy but i mean if he if he goes into lambeau field and gives you 20 points okay i'll give him credit he's played the cowboys and they stink he's played the giants and they stink he's played the lions twice and they stink When he's played tough defenses, Trubisky is stunk. Now, if the Bears get out there and allow him to run with the football, okay, a little bit, which they did against the Cowboys, that's going to help his value. Obviously, if they don't, I just don't feel like he's going to put up enough passing yards and touchdowns through the air against Green Bay to make him worth starting. Um, Aaron Rodgers, are we off of him again? Boy, I tell you, he killed you last week. Yeah. He killed you, know, th- you last this week. This has kind man. of been
2: the story for Rodgers' season. Yep. It's just been all or nothing. Uh, he's had some just monster, monster games, and he's had some extremely low floor games when the Packers just kind of sit on the ball and, and run the ball with with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Uh, the key to this game for me is really, does Chicago keep up? Do they keep up pace? Does, does Trubisky and, and the Bears uh, keep showing signs of life on offense and force Green Bay uh, to, to force the issue? And if that does happen, I think Rodgers will be a rock-solid QB one play because, mm-hmm. you know, even though Chicago's defense is, is very good and very formidable uh, and they haven't really given up a bunch of big games through the air this year, um, you know, really, it, it'd be tough to bench, you know, Rogers, you know, you're playing Ryan Tannehill over him. Yep. The real question is, is like Baker versus Rodgers, who we're about to get to. <laughs> I know, dude. That's, that's the real question. Yeah. I think if you, were, if you were streaming this week, it, you, obviously you're playing Tannehill over Rodgers, but Baker versus Rodgers is the, the real question, and that's really close. Uh-huh.
3: It is. Uh, Aaron Jones should have another big game, Devontae Adams. Uh, he popped up on the injury report with a toe, limited practice, but he should be yeah, fine. Uh, so get him into your lineup. Vikings at Chargers. Now, the big injury news here is that Adam Thielen's been back at practice. Yeah. Apparently had a really good practice yesterday. He's going to return him against
2: the Chargers I don't trust that his hamstring is going to you know not not you know balk up again yeah. uh but at the same time you know it, it's it's Adam Thielen against you know a, a really tough secondary I, I I've gone back and forth on this one all week and if Thielen plays mm-hmm. I think I'd still bench him just because look I'm I'm with you The Vikings, the Vikings can get out to a huge lead here. Um, And we'll we'll get to this in a second about Dalvin Cook this week. But the the Vikings could get out to a lead over the Chargers. Um, Granted, this game is on the road. It's in L.A. But the Vikings could get out to a lead and just sit on the ball uh, and not throw very much. And and Thielen, you know, in his first game back, the Vikings obviously have playoff aspirations. They're not going to push him very hard Uh, if it does if it does uh, tighten up on him again. I think Thielen's probably best left on your bench this week. But, Fabs, big news is Alex, uh, Alexander Madison has not yeah. practiced all week yep. with an ankle injury. I guess he, he- – he had that injury either in the game this past week or picked yeah. it up during practice uh, and if he does not play Dalvin Cook is going to play almost every single snap. Yeah, and the Chargers that can't is, stop the run. That is ju- I mean, Dalvin Cook might go for 35 fantasy yeah. points this week if yeah. Alexander Madison can't suit up. What is your, what are your thoughts on Kirk Cousins? Two straight games where and, he
3: hasn't been great from a fantasy perspective. I think
2: there's probably just better streamers out there. You get there.
3: feeling out, so So I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through a few names and you tell me whether or not you're going to play Kirk Cousins uh, or the name that I'm going to throw out there. I think the first one's probably pretty obvious baker mayfield yeah you're gonna baker. start over him uh jared goff against I my like goff. cowboys i like Goff a
2: little bit we're gonna we're, b- about we're gonna the- get to that game this week and i like Goff a golf carson bit. wentz <laughs> did you hear eddie's like Way. oh man that one's really close i think i'd go wentz okay tom brady cousins gardner Minshew against the raiders Ooh, spicy yeah
3: Gardner. Philip Rivers. Ugh. <laughs> cousins. <laughs> one more. Matt Ryan. Oh, Cousins. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know. You know, I lied. I'll get, uh, one more. If Devontae Parker is playing Fitzpatrick or Cousins. I like Fitzmagic this week. <laughs> this I like is, Fitzmagic. This is where we're talking about yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick in the uh, in the fantasy yeah. playoffs. No, I do. Stranger things have happened, right? Uh, uh, for the Chargers, I mean, you're, you're starting all the obvious guys. Gordon Eckler, uh, Keenan, Mike Williams has started to really play well, and we know that the Vikings struggle against perimeter receivers, yeah. so uh, he's a potential flex starter this week. Hunter Henry should be in your lineup as well. Jags at Raiders. we got a couple of big injuries in this one. DJ Chark hasn't been practicing all week.
2: Yeah, DJ. Which Char- foot? Um, I I don't think he's gonna play. I, um, I I would be really surprised. He was in a boot uh, after their last game, and and you know the Jags are dead. Chark has proven himself as their number one receiver, but there's no reason for them to risk, you know, obviously a star player mm-hmm. uh, in the final few weeks of the season when they're just, you know, they're not playing for anything. So yep. I, I think D.D. Westbrook and Chris Conley are both viable options. If you, uh, if you lost, I love like, D.D. this week. Bro. Yeah. If you li- if you I lost Mike it. Evans or Calvin Ridley, both Westbrook and Conley are, are really mm-hmm. strong replacement options. this Yep. Uh,
3: a quick note here. Um, uh, Kyle, Menke, uh, who's a Detroit Lions beat rider, uh, just tweeted out that it sure sounds like Carrion Johnson is going to play next week. Interesting. If he's available in your league, pick him up. Just just saying. Just in case, you know, just in case at this point held, I mean, Evan Ingram, there's a, there's people out there that you have in your roster that you could probably drop. There's only two weeks left, guys. So uh, keep tabs on that. And then, of course, you know, the Josh Jacobs thing where, you know, Ian Rappaport was saying that it looks like he was training towards playing and the MRI results are good. And then Gruden came out and said, well, yeah, the MRI results were good, but I mean, he's guaranteed to play this week. We'll see what he does today and Friday, but I I really feel like this is going to end up being a game time decision. Regardless, whoever starts for the Raiders in their backfield starts for you because the Jaguars have been getting crushed by running backs over the last four weeks. Most touchdowns allowed, most fantasy points allowed to the position. So uh, whether it's Jacobs, whether it's Washington, I hope it's Jacobs because I have to play. I'm playing Garland and Garland's got Washington as his RB2. So uh, for selfish reasons, I'm hoping Jacobs gets out that. And two, because Jacobs dealt with a lot of crap from idiots on Twitter about him not playing. By the way, don't do that,
2: please. Don't tweet players. I know. Don't tweet at players, please. It's it's their livelihood. Come on. Um, Jacobs, you know, Jacobs is, if he plays this week, I couldn't imagine a better spot for him. Jags 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 are garbage.
0: Jags run defense is
2: completely imploded. Yep. Uh, Final game in Oakland. Uh, the Raiders are going to want to send off that crowd with a big game. They certainly can because the Jags have just been uh, not stopping anything. Uh, any so you're starting
3: Waller, and you're starting the whoever their backfield uh, starter sure. is. Anybody else?
2: I want to like Tyrell Williams, but he's way less than 100. percent
3: Yeah, and Derek Carr. I mean, Jaguars nah. are also not
2: no okay. Nah, I just, you know you mentioned Gardner. I like Gardner uh, better if you're looking for a streamer this week. Yep. I think you, I like Mitch Trubisky, Ryan Fitzpatrick more. So there's just better desperation guys. Derek Carr. You know i i've liked him in some big spots this year and he's just the raiders are not throwing the ball they're not relying on Carr to to really carry their offense gruden's really bounced it out all year yep
3: yeah so um on the jaguar side we mentioned minchu being a potential streamer this week dd westbrook's a good play chris Conley, a little bit of a deeper play and um, of course you're going with uh with leonard fournette uh browns and cardinals uh david and joku popped back up on the injury report and that's interesting because well I mean, the Cardinals are garbage against tight ends and uh, Njoku would have ended up being a, a potential streamer. So if you're in a deeper league, keep tabs on his status. If he comes back and he's 100 percent, then maybe you can throw him out there. He hadn't played much this season, I though, just, and the matchup's good. Yeah. So it is it is a
2: risk reward proposition. I just don't think you can play David Njoku with much confidence in season long this week. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the matchup is fantastic. We don't need to say that. But uh, look. I just think there's better options. I mean, OJ Howard is probably out there. Noah Fant's a good play. Uh, Ian, Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas is a good play. Greg Olson doesn't, Olson doesn't play. Doesn't play. Just, I, th- yep. I think there's probably some better options out there. And David Njoku only ran nine routes last week. Yeah. I mean, granted, he hadn't played in like basically since the beginning of the season. But mm-hmm. uh, you can't trust a player who's dealing with an injury, uh, and also basically did not play the previous week coming off that injury
3: i'm digging on both quarterbacks because i feel like well number one this is going to be a shootout number two the competitive juices will be firing at all cylinders for these two former teammates and the last two heisman trophy winners in kyler murray and baker mayfield and the matchups are great i mean arizona has allowed the most passing yards per game and the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks uh, over the last four weeks So this could end up going high. I don't know what the over-under is on this game. I'm sure it's probably up there, but I'm starting Baker if I need a quarterback. I'm starting Murray. Uh, Both of the Browns running backs I'm starting, I don't know what's going on in Arizona's backfield. David Johnson scored last week. He's upset that he's not getting enough playing time. He's not touching the football enough. I don't know if the squeaky wheel is going to get the grease. I don't really trust Kenyon Drake in this spot. Um, We've been saying this all year. Um, At some point, OBJ is going to, come back. Eddie, you can get in on this one, too, because you're a giant guy. Um, it has not happened. Now, the matchup this week is great again, but I thought it was good last week, too. Yeah. If you have D.D. Westbrook mm-hmm. and DJ Chark doesn't play. Yeah. Um, if you have a, wide res- a, a I- Michael Gallup, for example, if you have... Um, I'm trying to think of some other guys that are, are kind of on like the same sort of level as, as uh, Odell Beckham Jr. If you have Cortland Sutton, if you have
2: uh, A.J. Brown or Emmanuel Sanders, is OBJ a fade? I think I, I think I'd play Brown. Uh, over him, but man, the the upside here is so so good. But
3: but every week it is I, I,
2: not doing no, anything. Well, I won't say it's been good every single week because they've played a really tough schedule, and and OBJ has obviously been less than 100. percent This week is just the Cardinals aren't covering anybody, and Patrick Peterson is not Patrick Peterson anymore. He has played extremely poorly. Right, played uh, the, so, probably
3: the Bengals last week.
2: Yeah, well, Bengals quietly have not how, been terrible against Patrick. Patrick I mean, like they've not been terrible. Okay, all right. Baker, the bigger, yeah. I get you. Uh, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But at the same time, it, I mean, ah, God, I know. It's just been. It's and been you so say, hard and I know, year. I
3: know, I know, like on the tip of your tongue, yeah.
2: you want to say a total Beckham Jr., but it's not. It's not. It's not exactly. It's not OBJ. It's not. It's not the same OBJ. It's not been the same OBJ all year. I mean, obviously, it's just, um Yeah.
3: Eddie, what do you think?
1: I mean, at this point, I don't know how much you could trust Odell Beckham. Yeah, like every other day is a new article out about you can't, him no. wanting to leave, and there's just kind of issues there. I just feel like they're not on the same page as Baker, yeah. and, and the offense as a whole is not on the same page with Freddie Kitchen. So you,
2: you can't trust him, but I don't know if I'd go as far to say like you're playing DD over him, uh, DD Westbrook. Even though I do like Westbrook this week, yeah. Uh, but guys like Manny Sanders, AJ Brown, Michael Gallup are all good plays over over Beckham. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just really is dependent on your roster. I think yep. this week that's that's really what it comes down to. If you made the fantasy semifinals with obj and her team i have obj and quite a few teams and yeah. most of those teams are dead so yeah 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 it's
3: tough to to draft a guy in the second round and have him do what obj has done which is next to nothing uh so continuing with this game here the cardinals have been very generous to fantasy defenses in the last
2: four weeks do we like the browns uh, yeah no, I <laughs> didn't it. OK, no. all right. I mean, if, if, if it's a fine desperation streamer, but yeah. I, right. What yeah. about Christian Kirk? Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Him. I'm definitely okay. into Christian Kirk. This We get a good game this past uh, this last week against yep. the Steelers.
3: OK, Rams and Cowboys. Uh, the I'd, big I'd start
2: Christian Kirk over OBJ in a second.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm there
2: with you. Yeah.
3: Uh, Gerald Everett um, continues to mispractice, which means Tyler Higby could be a top five play. He's the tight end one in the last two weeks. He's been bananas good. And the Cowboys stink.
2: Well, the Cowboy, um, the, think we, about how the Cowboys defense plays. They limit boundary receivers and they want to force everything to the it, middle of the field, it, which should force everything. Yeah,
3: they're to giving up over Higby. five, five catches a game in tight end. So so Higby's a play. And, and you know we talked about Jared Goff and I have this conundrum because I have Goff and, and Cousins in one of my leagues. And um, the Cowboys earlier in the season, they were really hard on quarterbacks. And, and you know, I mean, Brady didn't do much against them, but Brady hasn't really been Brady. And that was a, a game that weather was an issue. We, we've given up. We've given up nearly thirty to, to Jeff Driscoll. We've given up over thirty to freaking Trubisky. You know, Josh Allen uh, had a huge game against us on Thanksgiving, and um, I, I, I know Goff is really hard to trust. I have a feeling he's going to play well. I have a feeling that the Rams are going to put it on the Cowboys. I have a feeling that you're going to be able to trust. Goff this week that you're going to be able to play Gurley with confidence. That you're going to be able to play Robert Woods and 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 Cup and Higby with confidence. Maybe not Brandon Cooks, uh, but
2: yeah, can't I
3: feel up. like the Rams are in a good spot here where they're going this way. They're going north. They're going upward. They're they're they are, they are trending in the right direction. The Cowboys are going south. We're tanking. We stink. I'm bitter. Yeah. Um, and, our, and because Listen, I, I'm, I'm unbiased. I love the Cowboys. But I said it a few weeks ago. I don't want them to win another game the rest of the year. I, I don't. We don't deserve to win that division. Jason Garrett doesn't deserve to be a head coach in the National Football League right now. And to be quite honest with you, with that defense playing the way it is, Jared Goff is is a potential top 12 quarterback this week.
2: Yeah, I, I like Goff quite a bit, actually, in this game. I think this game could potentially shoot out as well. Um, the Rams are playing really strong defense, but Dallas's offense is just a totally different beast at home. Both Dak and, and Amari Cooper have just gone completely ham- at home this year. Cooper is going to get shadowed by Jalen Ramsey. I- I'm not entirely sure that matters very much but just because Cooper is so good. It's yep. less than 100% for sure, but you're playing Amari Cooper this week, and I, I yep. think Dak has a monster yeah, I do too. in this game. Gallup is uh, also a really good play, at least for me. For sure, Gallup is a good play yep. as well. I-, I, you know, This game certainly could go back and forth. I- yep. Really, the only guy I don't like in this game is Brandon Cooks I mean, yep. just because he's not been involved in their yep. offense. Robert yep. Woods has quietly taken over as the number one receiver for Again, the Rams. Yeah. Um, the Rams are playing a lot more two tight end sets. And last week, Cooper Cup played a season low in snaps. Yep. This week, I think it was a little bit different. I think mm-hmm. they're going to have to open it up a little bit to try to keep up with Dallas. Uh, but I'm with you. I think the Rams go into Dallas and win this game. Yep.
3: Uh, and uh, I just got a, a, a text from Rick Stroud with the Buccaneers. And he said that uh, Jameis Winston is a full go. He's throwing. That's what the we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. Atlanta at. San Francisco, Uh, this should be an interesting one. I'm interested to get your take on this. Calvin Ridley uh, on injury reserve, that stinks because he had been so good. I I really want to know what your take is on Matt Ryan here, okay? So Matt Ryan last week had a pretty good game, okay? Um, And this week, the matchup's awful, but Richard Sherman's banged up, right? The Niners have some, some key injuries on defense. And you could also potentially see a garbage time game from Matt Ryan. Where do you have him ranked?
2: You know, I think this week, <clears throat> I, I, you know, the, the 49ers are obviously dealing with some injuries. Sherman's banged up. Their front seven's a little bit banged up. But I'm, I'm just not sure we can trust Matt Ryan on the road in San Francisco. No Calvin Ridley. The right. 49ers are going to try their hardest to shut down Julio Jones. And at this point, Julio's probably operating at way less than 100% too. There, there's just quite a. I mean, we've mentioned a lot of the streamers this week uh, already on this show. Um, I, I like... Mayfield for sure over Matt Ryan this week. I think I like Gardner more than than uh, than Ryan this week. If Devontae Parker plays, I'd play Fitz over him this yep. week. There's there's probably just better options uh, out there. I was on Matt Ryan last week and probably <laughs> got a little bit lucky mm-hmm. uh, in that game because Carolina just got destroyed. Yeah. Uh, but Ryan, you know, threw for 300 yards for you know second straight game, two touchdowns again last week. Uh, I know Drew Brees ripped him, but uh, Matt Ryan is no Drew Brees, and, yeah. and they don't have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara.
3: Yeah. Uh, I- Continuing on the Atlanta side, I mean, Devontae Devonta Freeman's probably got to be a flex starter for you this week. You don't necessarily have to like it. The, the matchup is not good. The volume will be there. The
2: Niners can be right. The Niners can be beat a little bit on the
3: ground. They've been tough against pass-catching running backs, yep. though. So and, and Atlanta has not had much success at
2: all on the ground this year. So. Oh, yeah. Atlanta yeah. hasn't been able to run the ball no. all year.
3: So I'd, I'd say Freeman is, is, a, is a flex, and you're hoping he gets you four or five catches out of the backfield. Uh, Julio... Obviously, he is a go. Do we have any interest in Austin Hooper this week? Yeah. After what we saw last week, yeah. no Calvin Ridley. I think he's got to
2: be in your lineup. Uh, Russell Gage? Yeah. Russell Gage. It's It'll be interesting to see what they do with, with Gage and their their secondary receivers this yep. week. Uh, especially if, if Julio um, Julio has been operating less than 100% from over year. But it'll be interesting yeah. to see what they do with, with Gage and uh, their their other guys this week. Niners. I just think this is a big spot for Hooper. Yeah. I think this yeah, is a big Yeah, really it is because of for,
3: no – yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Niner side of thing, Garoppolo's a go. Yep. I, really, he's been great. Um, you know, over the last several weeks, I think you start him uh, if you're a streaming quarterback kind of guy or gal. Uh, Raheem Mostert, who has gotten all kinds of confidence. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, and Kyle Shanahan said that he's earned the right to be the guy, so play him this week. Uh, Matt Breida is rosterable. Tevin Coleman is waiver wire fodder at this point. Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel are both goes for me this week. I think Debo may have a better game than Emmanuel. Emmanuel had a better game last week, but remember, one of his touchdowns was a pass to Mostert, so you're not going to get that. And then also keep in mind, Sanders caught that touchdown where he caught the ball and nobody was around him. He fell down and then he just ran into the end zone. Uh, but you got to like the
2: matchup, right, for Sanders and for – This is fantastic
3: for them. What about the 49ers' defense without a couple of big options – you know, uh, key players there?
2: Yeah, they're fine.
3: Still going with them? Yeah,
2: they're fine. Uh, Would you play – would you play the Eagles over them? No.
3: No, I I don't trust the Eagles' defense. Okay. Yeah, Niners are at home.
2: That's probably the the – Niners are at home,
3: too. Uh, Yeah, I'd probably play Niners. Would you go Emmanuel Sanders or James Conner this week? Ooh, Manny. Um, that, that was, I, I cheated there. I got, I, I, listen, there's people in the industry that I, I respect that. I want their opinions on stuff, especially I, when it's the playoffs. Nah, I, I like Manny. you and Bob Harris are, you know, right, right near the top there. or uh, like, at the top of the, uh, the Rolodex. Yeah, I
2: like Manny quite a bit. I think Debo and Manny are top 20 plays. Yeah.
3: Uh, bills and Steelers. This one's interesting. So Juju Smith Schuster came back to practice. Then I guess he re-aggravated his knee injury. He's yeah, not going to play this week. Not play. And Vance McDonald is in concussion protocol. Don't know if he's going to play. You're probably not playing him anyways. But I just mentioned James Conner is back. I talked to Aditi Kingupwala uh, earlier this week, and she said it looks like he's a go. She also said, I don't think he's getting 20 carries, but he's a go. Right. Um, so, and Jalen Samuels banged up too. Um, what are we thinking about Conner this week? Here's yeah. what scares me about James Conner, Okay. The last time he was on a football field, he played for less than a half and re-aggravated that damn shoulder injury. And, I mean, <laughs> football's a contact sport. I mean, like, you know, he gets hit on that shoulder the well, wrong way
2: again, and then boom, Well, theor- screwed. Theoretically, theoretically, the Steelers have given him plenty of rest. He's missed five of their last six games. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Pittsburgh is right there in the wild card hunt. I mean, they, this team yeah. has playoff aspirations.
3: I said a couple of weeks ago I wouldn't be surprised if they, they rested him because, you know— I didn't think they were going anywhere, and boy, was I wrong.
2: Right. Well, here's the thing. Now they are going somewhere. Yeah. They are hiding Devlin Hodges by running the football and playing very good defense. And, and this week, I, I'm with you. I don't think Connor's going to see 25 or you know 30 touches like he, he has the upside of doing and how he d- has done in the past. But if he gets 15 to 18 touches here, uh, there are some there's some definite chances he, he goes off. The Steelers are at home, and this Buffalo Bills defense, or the run defense, has really struggled over the last two, uh, yeah. two months, given up the fourth most yards per carry in that span. Uh, Bill's, Bill's pass defense is going to shut down. Mm-hmm. Devlin Hodges, James James Washington, DeAndre Johnson. Yep. I think the Steelers are probably going to rely pretty heavily on, on, uh, on their run game once again. And even though Connor's probably not going to play like full bell cow snaps if, if you gets put, touches, he mean, gets 18 touches I mean it's 18 touches he's a really solid flex
3: player. yeah that, that's what I would think too uh I am I'm fading the Steelers wide receivers Deontay played great last week but yeah, I mean no Buffalo's thing, yeah. defense yeah. No is nasty thing. against the pass. Yeah. Uh, even James Washington who you know we've been on I, I can't play him uh on the Buffalo side I can't play Josh Allen I, and I am a I love Josh Allen I really think this kid is going to end up being a really good if not elite fantasy quarterback as he continues to progress and develop uh through his NFL career but the Steelers defense is so good at home. Like this, de- you don't. This is the only defense in the entire league that made Lamar Jackson
2: look mortal this year. Yeah. The you, only one. J- I can't play Josh Allen this yeah. week. I can't do it. Allen was exposed last week by Baltimore. Uh, I got that one wrong. I thought I thought Allen would be fine. Uh, not. I didn't. I didn't expect Allen to have a huge game through the air, but I expected him to at least you know make up for it on the ground. He can certainly do that this week against Pittsburgh. But yep. this defense is. They they play, they play aggressive. They're they're gonna try to get out. They're gonna try to force Allen into some really bad decisions, and he might yeah. he might make a few of them.
3: Yeah, I mean the Steelers have given up eleven and a half fantasy points per game to him the quarterbacks at the big catch up bottle. This you, so you can't play you him. Can't play And Allen and, and John Brown also you can't play him either. I said this weeks ago after that last big game that they had. So you got to trade him. You gotta look at his oh, schedule. Yeah. The schedule, guys. The schedule is so important. Josh Allen and John Brown, and I love Josh Allen. Don't get me wrong the schedule was a big part of the reason why these guys were having so much success and things have turned now. And I believe they play the Patriots next week. So at this point, Josh Allen, if you need a roster spot, you could cut him. Yeah, you can cut You're him. You're not playing John Brown against the Patriots either. So that's where we're at right now in week 15 and 16. Guys become expendable because the matchups are just so difficult. So, I feel like the only bill you could play maybe yeah, is Singletary I was gonna say, as a flex, and that's it. And that's not even a good matchup.
2: So for me, yeah, I was going to say Singletary is the only play on the bills this week I would uh, I would put in my fantasy lineup. Um, uh, for the last six weeks, Singletary – has seen 17 touches and gone over 79 yards in five of his last six games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though the, the the usage in between the 20s is elite, Singletary just doesn't. Get, he doesn't get any work near when the bills get uh getting close which all is always going to limit his upside but yep uh he's he's going to get you know at least 15 to 20 touches in this game yep uh, against the against the Steelers
3: Steelers defense by the way is a really good play Amazing again they've been play. great uh, for most of the season they've had one hiccup in the last month and I a mean half really so.
2: outside of the they Patri- yeah outside of the Patriots like who are you playing No. Over over at defense.
3: And the Ravens would have been one of those last night. But the Steelers' defense is a very strong play. They have been all year long. The
2: Steelers pretty easily number three defense play this week. Yep.
3: Uh, All right, let's move on. Final game Colts at Saints uh, on Monday Night Football. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. What are we
2: hearing about T.Y.? Yeah, so T.Y. is apparently pushing to play even though the Colts are falling further and further out of playoff contention. They need a lot of things to go right for them to uh, to make the playoffs, including the Titans and Texans, to both collapse, which probably won't happen. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, if T.Y. plays this week, there's still—I I just don't see how you can you can trust him in your lineup. It's on Monday night. It's on night. Monday night, exactly. It's on so Monday night. Y- unless y- you y- have Zach Pascal, Right, exactly. Unless you have Zach Pat Like, really— Seriously the only way you could play TY this week is if you have Pascal as the handcuff. Yep. Uh, if 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 he if TY doesn't play Pascal's is a fine sleeper once again. Uh, but really Fabs outside of like Jack Doyle. Outside of Jack Doyle I really don't want much part of the Colts. I don't like uh, Mac either. Yeah, he didn't get
3: a target last week. He didn't well, score double-digit fantasy points. The Saints are giving up fewer than four yards of carry. They've s- given up five rushing touchdowns to s- backs this season. So here's
2: the thing: Indy is going to try to establish the run in this game. The Saints just lost Marcus Davenport and Sheldon Rankins yes. this season, and Cameron yes. Jordan is really banged up. He might not play. He's dealing with an abdomen in- injury. And I, I you know, if the Saints, uh, the Saints have the, the, their playoff spot and their playoff seating nearly locked down. I don't think they're going to push Cam Jordan if he's less than 100. So the Saints. Deli- Hine is way yes, way less vulnerable. than 100%. Yes. But here's the thing, Mac is not playing in their pass game. He all. Two balls yep. over his last five healthy games, mm-hmm. and if they get behind, if the if the Colts get behind in this game, it's going to be all Naheem Hines. And keep in mind, he scored last week, yeah, and, he, and still the, didn't give yeah, you 10 he, points. That was just completely bailing you uh, bailing you out. Yeah.
3: So uh, on the Saints side, Drew Brees. Yes, I was wrong last week. Oh. Although Tannehill had a big game. Well, I like Tannehill more than Breeze. Don't
2: feel bad about that. Everybody was wrong about Breeze. Breeze <laughs> just drives me nuts this yeah. year. Um, um, not
3: obviously, not. you're going to play him. Uh, you got to play Camara, right? I mean,
2: yeah.
3: with two touchdowns all year.
2: Over That's got to be the most
3: it, like unpredictable stat of 2019. Yeah. Alvin Kamara has two touchdowns.
2: And they came in one game against Seattle. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, it would sure be nice if the touchdowns started coming in the fantasy semifinals. It that would be that would be really nice. He knocked me out single handedly. Uh, I lost by like five or six real, points in one. Real quick, Jared Cook is in concussion protocol. Yes, I, I was gonna mention I him. don't know if he's going to play in this game and, and if he does not play, they're just this just forces more targets to both Kamara and Michael Thomas. Yep. Uh, yep. really the Saints are super straightforward this week. It's Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas. That's yep. it.
3: Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh Saints defense. What do we think about them? With all the injuries, would we stream them or no?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with their injuries, I think they're fine. Okay. Um, I'd play Eagles over them. I'd play Seahawks over them. But, that, yeah, that's about it. All
3: right, so that is a wrap on your Week 15 matchups. And uh, now it's time for a little fun.
1: Are you ready? It's Fantasy Bold Prediction time.
3: Thank you, Money. Uh, Money, by the way, I, this may be the most painful loss I have ever seen. Uh, in fantasy football. He was playing Scott Hansen this week, our pal from Red Zone, and uh, total access. And money was up, I don't know, 19 and change. He had Wentz. Scott did. They go to overtime. Wentz had done nothing, nothing in the first half. They get back, uh, they, they they get back into the game, they tie it. Overtime. Last play of the week. And remember, Boston Scott had just barely Gotten tackled before the end zone, and this may not have even happened. Wentz to Ertz, touchdown. Money loses by less than a point.
2: Mm. That one hurts. Yikes! There that was, one hurts. I there were quite a few really bad beats this past week. Uh, with with the the, the Ertz uh, Ertz touchdown. Yeah. I beat Matt Harmon, uh, our friend Matt Harmon from mm-hmm. Yahoo. Uh, he needed 31.2 to mm-hmm. beat me uh, in, a, in a league, in an in analyst league, and he got 30.5 oh. <laughs> <laughs> from Ertz. Yeah. I was sweating at that, Actually, whole, that whole game. Actually, that
3: was the same kind of thing. I was, I was texting with Adam Wainwright the whole game yeah. because he had Ertz. He was down like 30 and change. And he said, All I need is for this game to go to overtime and for Ertz to score a touchdown. The game goes to overtime, Ertz scores a touchdown, Weno loses by less than three. That's a that's a big request and we got it. He got it. Yeah. All right. Uh what's your bold prediction for this week, uh, Mr. Barfield?
2: Yeah, my bold call this week is I think OJ Howard is is going to uh to you do something. I love to- him. Yeah, I do. I think he's gonna finish as a top five tight end this week and, and be the top streaming option for you if you're if you're in need. I get it. O. J. Howard has certainly uh certainly killed a lot of hopes and dreams this we- this season, but wouldn't it wouldn't it be just perfect for O. J. Howard to have his biggest game of the year yep. in week fifteen when, uh-huh. with very few people on him? Um, I, I think O. J. Howard is gonna finish the week as a top five fantasy tight end.
3: There you go. All right, Edward, what do you got for us, pal?
2: Plain and simple, the uh, yeah.
1: Guardians of the Galaxy will defeat the Miami Sharks in the Animal ah! <laughs> <NFL> Fantasy Football <laughs> Podcast Listener League.
3: You better hope so, because you mean wearing a Cowboys jersey next week. I know, I know, I don't want that. That don't have. Let, let, let's look at that matchup real quick, man. Let's look at that matchup. I don't. I have so many teams it's tight still alive, dude. That I'm not even sure who who I have on this roster. But um, yeah, this is going to be fun. A couple of Yankee fans going at it. Uh, I've got Kyler. You've got Russell. You had Lev last night. I've got Zeke and Chris Carson, and you've got Derrick Henry. This one's tight.
1: Bro. It's really tight. Yeah, this is tight like a tiger. We're both eight, eight and five too. It's a, it's like a very even matchup. This is going to be a it's lot exciting. of
3: fun. Uh, all right, so that's your bold prediction.
1: My bold prediction is that's not that-,
3: that bold. You're eight and five.
1: Yeah, but. It's it's bold because uh, you're the expert and I'm just the the lowly producer. So that's stop. why it's that's that's why it's very bold. Oh, stop it. I'm, you, I'm, I'm, you, I'm, oh, stop. it! You just,
3: are not lowly anything. Look, this is
1: it's a huge uphill battle for me. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. I'm really I just I'm selling myself way short just so when I win, I could uh,
3: brag a little more. Yeah, I, I, I do really want to see you in the Cowboys jersey, though. Um, anyways, my bold prediction is in that battle in Arizona, the last two Heisman Trophy winners, Baker Mayfield. Kyler Murray both of those quarterbacks will give you 25 plus fantasy points okay so combined they're going over 50 I think that's going to be a sick shootout high scoring affair back and forth both teams just going at each other neither defense is going to show up and I think Baker and Kyler both put up uh, a, a very a very entertaining game, maybe not for the NFL masses who don't play fantasy football. And if you don't play fantasy football, what are you waiting for? Uh, but I think that's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of points in that game.
2: I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Should be a good game. I'm in
3: on that one. All right, guys. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you rate and review as our pal Marcus Grant will always say. Uh, good luck in your week. 15 matchups and we will see you back here on monday to go through all the action from week 15 uh talk about our heartbreaks and our celebrations in our own fantasy leagues good luck everybody
0: Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your
2: parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places.
0: Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com.
3: Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th,
0: 2024. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this.